Blog Talk Radio. Praise team, join your life. We're going to do a song that's a part of our worship. How many know he's wonderful? Put your hands together and sing this. Everybody clap those hands. Let's say it again. Oh, how wondrous oh, how is the name.
Yes, God is wonderful. Guys, we come to you right now. Um, Lord, we thank you, God, for this platform of Veronda Bellamy Inspired. God, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, Lord, for being able to reach the listeners um, on this platform, God, to talk about your wonderfulness, how great you are, how magnificent you are to glorify your name, God, as only um, you can do. Lord, we thank you for everything that you've done in our lives. We thank you for the snow. We thank you for your um, sunlight today, God, and we just thank you for your presence, Lord. Lord, we have a great show lined up, and God, I ask right now um, in the name of Jesus that you guide this show. You speak through those that will be on the show tonight, God, as only you can. Let your light shine upon us all. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, hey, how is everyone doing? How are you guys? Thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired, um, where I'm committed to take you Higher. I really want to continue and bring in everyone content of relevancy. That's kind of the theme of the show. And, um, you know, I see quite a few people on the line for everyone that's on and listening to the live broadcast. Um, thank you all for joining. I really do appreciate it. Um, if at any time you have a question or something um, that you would like to share with the people that's on the um, live broadcast, feel free to press 1 so that I can identify who you are and I can let you on. Um, Veranda Bellamy Inspired, guys, is really all about me bringing you content that can really help you to live the life that you desire to live, the best life that you can actually live. Um, I know, you know, we, we have books, we have preachers, we have, um, you know, leaders, mentors that we can reach out to to help us, you know, build the life that we really want, and really this is just a platform for me to do that in addition to any other resources that you guys may have. Um, Veranda Bellamy Inspired really um, is all about just bringing you inspiration. Um, I'm currently at this point just to, you know, kind of tell you guys some of the things that I do on the side. Um, I'm an author of The Pain Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose. I have a nonprofit called Bridging the Gap of America in which I focus on mentoring um, girls between the ages of 7 and 16. Um, that's kind of the focus right now, although it's going to be elaborating soon. Um, also, I coach clients um, in terms of just life strategizing. Um, if you're hung up on something and you need some help with that, then, of course, you can reach out to me for that. Um, if you need help with just intentional health, I'm here for you for that as well, and I also do nonprofit um, business consultation um, specifically for those that's looking to start up a nonprofit. Um, that's kind of, you know, some of the things that I'm doing, and I just wanted to put that out to you guys because I don't think I've really ever done that. <laughs> um, so there's that um, and what I'm focusing on, and if you're interested in any of those things, feel free to um, email me um, at info at verondabellamy.com. Again, that's info at verondabellamy.com. Um, Again, guys, I can't thank you enough for joining um, the call tonight. This is the second call and um, live broadcast for the, the the series of His Story. And I really wanted to, you know, really 
delve into history, obviously because it's Black History Month, um, but I also wanted to take a spin and then to talk about, um, and some of you guys have seen the banner that I created, and some of the words in that banner ad actually is, you know, Christianity, um, love, perseverance, education, community, family structure, survival, heroism, courage, leadership, really those positive things that we are doing in our local communities, um, local, nationally, globally. Um, we have people that are out there on a the battlefield that are actually, you know, putting things in place to build up the African-American community. Um, guys, and, and yeah, it's, it's definitely about black history, but it's more so about unity and learning how to work together as one. Um, God is, is all about love. Love is God, and you have to really love your neighbor, right, um, in order to reach the magnitudes that you really want to, you want to reach, you desire to, to reach. So that's really um, what this whole series is about, and we're just taking things from a different angle. And um, last week I had um, – Dr. Ramsey on, who is a um, professor with UNC Charlotte, and she basically left you guys with, you know, a challenge to go out and find some type of African-American literature that you can kind of, you know, delve into and learn more about African-American history um, or black history. And tonight I have a great um, guest that's going to be on who is Reverend Curtis Everett Gatewood, and he um, actually is from the Anson County area and currently residing in the Raleigh NC area. He's going to come on in just a few moments um, to talk to you guys about some of the efforts that he's doing, which I think is phenomenal. I absolutely admire the things that this this guy is doing. And um, guys, I just wanted to really, before we go there um, and bring the, the guest on, um, I wanted to kind of read um, a scripture here that I found that speaks to, you know, we the government and the fact that we should be in a lot of ways obeying the government. Um, but in Romans 13, um, 1 through 14, it reads, um, and this is actually coming from the New Century Version, all of you must yield to the government rulers. No one rules unless God God has given him the power to rule, and no one rules now without the power from God. So those who are against the government are really against what God has commanded, and they will bring punishment on themselves. Those who do not, who do right, um, do not have to fear the rulers. Only those who do wrong fear them. Do you want to be um, unafraid of the rulers? Then do what is right, and they will praise you. The ruler is God's servant to help you. But if you do wrong, then be afraid. He has the power to punish. He is God's servant to punish those who do wrong. So you must yield to the government, not only because you might be punished, but because you know it is right. This is also why you pay taxes. Rulers are working for God and give their time to their work. Pay everyone then what you owe. If you owe any kind of tax, pay it, show respect and honor to them all. It goes on to say, um, do not owe people anything except always owe love to each other because the person who loves others has obeyed all the law. The law says, quote, you must not be guilty of adultery. You must not murder anyone. You must not steal. You must not want to take your neighbor's things. All these commands are um, and all others are really only one rule, which is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love never hurts a neighbor, so loving it obeying all, is obeying all the law. 
um, do this because we live in an important time. It is now time for you to wake up um, from your sleep because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost finished and the day is almost here. So we should stop doing things that belong to darkness and take up the weapons used for fighting um, in the light. Let us live in a right way like people who belong to the day. We should not have wild parties or get drunk. There should be no sexual sins of any kind, no fighting or jealousy. But clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and forget about satisfying your sinful nature. So I just read to you guys Romans 13, 1 through 14. And um, it's just really talking about how anyone that's in a government um, realm that they were essentially appointed by God. And, of course, we know that sometimes the enemy can also appoint um, those into positions, too. So we have to have people like um, Reverend Gatewood, who's going to be coming on here shortly, to really delve into, you know, the, the side that a lot of people like us, you know, from the sidelines looking in and hearing all these laws that's coming down the pipeline, having those people there that are knowledgeable about how to really spiritually um, as well as, you know, rightfully go in and attack and, and really challenge um, whatever the government is putting out that's really not for the people, God's people. So um, that I really just wanted to start with that verse. I hope that it has blessed you guys. I'm going to go ahead and play one more song before I bring on um, Reverend Gatewood, guys. Enjoy the show and hold tight. Now this next song is for anybody who's ever had an obstacle or a challenge in life and you felt like you couldn't get on the other side of it. I got good news for you tonight. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do how many things? All things through Christ who strengthens me. And now get ready because we did put a little D'Angelo flavor on it. Sounds real good right now. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Me. Oh, yes, I can. Christ that strengthens me. Oh, 
If it's living right, I can do it. Oh, I can do it. Look at somebody tell them. If it's the walking upright, right, I can do it. Yes, I can.
which strengthens us. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and just do an intro to the guest that's going to be on the call, um, Reverend Curtis Everett Gatewood, and um, he serves at this point as the Historic Thousands on Jones Street um, People's Coalition, which is also known as HCONJ, um, as the Coalition Coordinator with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People um, as the NC's North Carolina State Conference um, NC NAACP, the NA, um, NAACP. Um, his affiliations include Penn Avenue Missionary Baptist Church um, as the associate minister, um, County Line Baptist Association um, as the ministerial ordination. Um, he's also Granville County Friends of Youth Mentor, National Association for the Advancement of Color People. Um, of course, he's the coordinator there as well as an active member, um, American Red Cross um, and Hurricane Relief. Uh, he's affiliated with Granville County um, Interdenominational Ministerial Conference, Durham um, Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance, and Granville County Mental Health Workers' Rights um, Board member. So with no further ado, um, Dr. or Reverend, I'm sorry, K Curtis Gatewood, are you there, sir? Good, e good evening. Reverend Mar Gatewood? Miranda, can you hear me? Miranda. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for joining tonight. Can you hear me okay, sir? Yes, I hear you fine. In fact, I'm, in, I'm excited about being on your show. <laughs> well, great. I am thrilled and honored at the same time to have you on the show. Um, you know, I think that the work you're doing is phenomenal. Um, I commend you on the efforts that you're taking and, and really just being on the battlefield and really trying to get people involved in the movement that you guys are doing, which was formerly known as Mor Moral Mondays. And now, from what I gathered in my research, it's essentially become the quote-unquote moral march um, with this global presence. Um, Reverend Gatewood, can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Yes, first of all, as you uh, stated, I am from, I am an Anson County native. Uh, my father is the Reverend, is the late Reverend Dr. Wade H. Gatewood. I have a beautiful mother. Uh, she just uh, recently celebrated her 93rd birthday, uh, Jenny Bagatti Gatewood. Uh, a family of 14 children, 10 boys, 4 girls. So we had enough boys for our own basketball team, first and second string, and we had <laughs> enough uh, for cheerleaders also. So we, we come from a very large, happy, uh, closely knitted uh, Christian family. Uh, I, of course, am the 12th child of the 14. Uh, there's uh, two children under me. And... Uh, Mm -hmm. During the time I was about nine or ten years old, I, I had two brothers who served uh, simultaneously as youth council NAACP leaders. I had one brother by the name of Joseph who was the president of the youth council NAACP and a brother, Aaron, who the late Aaron Gatewood, who was vice president of the youth council NAACP. And I was just a little barefoot boy uh, standing behind them watching over their shoulders as they planned our rallies and marches, not knowing that um, one day I would be now serving uh, with great uh, <laughs> leaders around the nation, such as Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II now, uh, who is the uh, president of the North Carolina WCP State Conference and also uh, one of the visionaries uh, and the 
utmost visionary of HKMJ's historic thousands on Jones Street, where, as you uh, beautifully stated, I am the coordinator. And so I am here, uh, and, and I'm also here not only uh, wanting to remind people of the great movement that we have that they can certainly be a part of, but also put people on notice that our Bible uh, is under attack uh, by those who are now using selective scriptural amnesia. And they also take our Bible and use it as a political football, and they kick it uh, wherever they think they can score political points. But I came by to tell you that uh, we serve a mighty God who sent his son and the (laughs) utmost freedom fighter and liberator, Jesus the Christ. And and when Jesus came on the scene, he made clear where he stood. He said, I came to set at liberty those who are oppressed. He started by saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, and cover the sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed. So that is uh, who drives me. Uh, I heard you as you talked about uh, the laws hmm. and, and our need to be obedient. And uh, But there, there's also a word from Isaiah. Uh, in fact, when Jesus mm-hmm. spoke uh, for his first sermon, he, he took his text from Isaiah. And uh, But mm-hmm. one place in Isaiah uh, you will find in the 10th chapter, uh, Isaiah says, Woe unto those who make unjust laws to those who issue oppressive Mm -hmm. decrees that will deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. So I would like to uh, Mm -hmm. remind you that uh, while we are to be uh, as obedient as as possible to governmental laws, our Mm -hmm. first obligation is obedience to God, obedience to righteousness, obedience to justice. And as you forestated, our need to love our neighbors as thyselves. Uh, Because Jesus also Mm -hmm. went on to say, and especially as we are talking about Valentine's Day, um, you know, after he had (laughs) silenced the Sadducees, there was a lawyer from the Pharisees who asked him, well, what is your greatest law? And, of course, he said, uh, Mm -hmm. to love God with all your heart, your mind, (laughs) and your soul. And secondly, equal to this first law, is to love your neighbor mm-hmm. as thyself. Mm-hmm. And he went on to say, mm-hmm. these two laws, I hang on all the laws and all the prophets. So when we see politicians mm-hmm. uh, uh, with their politics trying to use the Bible as a source <laughs> of division and hate, then we, ob- we should obviously know that this is not a part of God. This is not the intended purpose of God's word. He made it clear. While we may be confused ourselves, Jesus was never confused. And he made clear that you are you would be basically judged on how well you treat the most vulnerable. In other words, mm-hmm. as much as you've done unto the least, you've done also unto these. So that is those are the principles, Christian principles that the moral movement is centered around as you, you talk about moral Mondays and the moral march that we just had in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, where uh, we had (laughs) thousands upon thousands of people who came around, and they didn't just come by coincidence. Um, We started Mm -hmm. uh, organizing Sister uh, Veranda in actually around uh, after Reverend Barber 
was elected in 2005, simultaneously I was elected second mm-hmm. vice president of the North Carolina NAACP as he was elected president. Uh, and right away, Reverend Barber started organizing and, and working on this vision of bringing the various organizations and churches and ministries and denominations together, centered around a love agenda, agenda that basically wanted to uh, provide the, the necessity of life for everyone in the state, uh, whether black, white, yellow, Latino, poor, rich, Democrat, uh, Republican, straight, gay, it did not matter. If you were a human being, we felt it necessary to make sure, number one, that you pro- you were provided an, a, an education, an equal or constitutional education. We felt it was necessary mm-hmm. for everyone to be beneficiaries of economic sustainability. We felt it was necessary for everyone to be a beneficiary of care, health care for all. Uh, we felt it was necessary for everyone, regardless of your politics, regardless of whether you're a Tea Party child or whether you're a child, a Democratic <laughs> child, a Republican child, you deserve equal protection under the law. And we also felt that everyone, every citizen in North Carolina should receive protection of voting rights in the Constitution. The Constitution guarantees voting rights, which should not be denied or abridged by any local, state, or federal government. So those were basically mm-hmm. the five things which can pretty much categorize our 14-point agenda, which caused us to start organizing and bringing various experts that would help to ensure we were able to speak intelligently uh, with the most current empirical data and facts as we challenge those uh, laws that are now being passed that were constitutionally inconsistent, morally indefensible, and economically insane. Beloved, you hinted on the voter suppression laws. Yes. yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, well, this is very, very important, and I'm glad you asked it. I reemphasized that during uh, this particular time of year as we look at uh, black history and from whence we came, or from whence we've come, sorry. Uh, when Dr. King in 1965, uh, after they had crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge, he was standing in what was referred to then as the cradle of the Confederacy. They had finally crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Of course, you may know the first couple of attempts, they were brutally uh, violated. They were beaten down and they were not allowed mm-hmm. to cross the bridge. They were marching for their voting rights. Mm-hmm. But they finally kept marching until they marched and got across. And then Dr. King spoke to the world saying that they said we would not make it. They said we wouldn't be here. Some said over their dead body, but we are here today, and we're here to say we ain't going to let nobody turn us around. Well, here we are uh, mm-hmm. about 50 years after Dr. King gave the famous I Have a Dream speech where he talked about a governor whose lips were dripping with interposition and nullification. Well, here we are in North Carolina mm-hmm. with a governor whose lips, again, are dripping with interposition and nullification. Not only have they denied a half million North Carolinians Medicaid who were eligible and the money was there through the Health Care Reform Act uh, from President Obama, uh, not only did he uh, deny 
unemployment benefits. I'm talking about this government and this legislature of 170,000 North Carolinians who are eligible for unemployment who lost their job at no fault of their own. Not only did they rid us of the earned income tax credit, by subtracting that earned income tax credit, it raised taxes over 907,000 poor North Carolinians who work hard, some working two or three jobs but not receiving a livable wage. But also, in addition, they passed the worst voter suppression law uh, in the nation, um, and we call it a voter suppression law. We are careful not to call it a voter ID law for, for this reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, voter ID mm-hmm. is just one suppressive component of the overall voter suppression bill. For example, what does voter ID have to do with subtracting a week from early voting? What does voter ID have to do with eliminating Sunday voting? What does voter ID mm-hmm. have to do with uh, disallowing teenagers who could once pre-register at age 16 and 17, now they are no longer allowed to pre-register to vote? What does voter ID have to do with eliminating straight straight ticket voting? What does voter ID have to do with eliminating ballots who were that were erroneously cast in the wrong precinct, especially as you look at how now there's so much uh, mm-hmm. being made about redistricting, and now people are having new districts and new precincts to vote in. Well, now, if they erroneously go uh, to the wrong precinct, that ballot will be tossed. So there are just so many ugly components about this bill where we're not going to allow the opposition to to pull out what they feel is the uh, the voter ID portion of the bill and, and make all of their arguments on the need for voter ID or vote. You need ID to get on a plane. You need ID to get into the club. Why can't you have ID to vote? Well, first of all, this is the first yeah. time we require ID to vote in 237 years. And as we speak mm-hmm. of black history, mm-hmm. the only thing that has happened within that 237 years that is different is that we've elected for the first time an African-American president of these United States of America. And that was, mm-hmm. and after the election of President Obama and after people of color, Latinos, African-Americans, mm-hmm. and youth came out and voted like never before, normally, of course, mm-hmm. this would be considered a good thing. You know, young people were being uh, chastised for not having an interest in uh, their political environment and not being politically astute. Well, now they're being punished for turning off the radio and TV and DET long enough to go out and stand in line to vote. Now they're being punished because for the first time Mm -hmm. they've elected the first African-American president of these United States of America. And we do not believe it is a coincidence after African-Americans and youth came out and voted in numbers higher than they have in history. In fact, African-Americans in North Carolina outvoted uh, our Caucasian brothers and sisters for the first time. We do not believe that after doing this, all of a sudden, uh, it's coincidental that there's a call for voter ID and other methods in that long list that I've given you uh, that would ultimately abridge the vote. So we understand the game that's being played. We understand any time we... Uh, often when uh, there are attempts to change the rules and uh, and or, or or move the goalposts back after we run the touchdown, mm-hmm. so so we understand the game that is going on, and we're here to say to our brothers and sisters 
to make sure, number one, that we are paying attention to what is going on with the legislation at this point in our history, that you be a part of the movement to, to stop those who are trying to take us back. We've been there, done that, got the T-shirt and the hat. We say no to Jim Crow, and we're not <laughs> going back. I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, Reverend Gatewood, so in the whole voter suppression, and I love the way that you guys are really tackling that because the media is putting it out as the voter ID, you know, requirements when it's really, like you said, it's the voter suppression really that's going on. And it's coming by way of, you know, um, President Obama being made president of the United States as an African-American male. So, Right. It's a lot of people that's angry, and, and laws are coming down the pipelines to really kind of suppress us, to take us back right. 237 years. And, you know, we need people like yourself to be on on the forefront, um, in the battlefield, um, really just ready to conquer whatever is needed to um, make sure that that does not happen. So um, just talk to me and, and the listeners a little bit more about some of the other efforts you guys are doing um, with the NAACP. Right. Uh, yeah, so first of all, we do want to uh, encourage you and the listeners uh, to join us um, and be a part of all that we do. We have about 125 branches around the state, uh, local branches, where anyone could join the NAACP and be a part. Also, uh, as a part of the HKMJ Coalition, uh, we have now about 200 coalition partnering organizations. Those organizations range from uh, the Religious denominational organizations such as the AMB Church, uh, General Baptist State Convention, um, or to um, local uh, unions or state unions, and some of the unions and other uh, organizations that make up our uh, coalition. They have national arms. Um, so uh, we have uh, many ways people can be a part of what we are doing. Uh, whether you come through the NAACP or work as a partner organization. Now, for the first time, the, Nash- the North Carolina uh, Association of Educators uh, have joined on to be a part because of the attack on education that we're seeing from this uh, legislature and governor. Uh, as they basically uh, look like it, look as if they're trying to destroy public education. $11 million were taken mm-hmm. out of public education. Uh, to give uh, vouchers, uh, $4,200 vouchers, to a certain pool of, of youth or children. And we're, we're here to say, while, you know, it might be okay to try to look at ways you can benefit a, a few, uh, we understand that the public education uh, system is there for everyone. And we understand when you subtract mm-hmm. from that system, you're, you're, you're subtracting from the larger net. Uh, to claim you're mm-hmm. trying to benefit a few when we understand that the, mm-hmm. the rules of the private schools and charter schools, they're different and they're not, uh, they're not governed to the extent where we can make sure that students are not denied based upon race or based upon religion or based upon or people are, who are being hired or promoted in the way that they should. These are privately owned uh, schools and they understand uh, these privatized uh, methods of education uh, can be much more difficult to fight. So now they're trying to take the marbles out of the larger public school system and put them into these privatized uh, schools as well as uh, taking funds into privatized prisons 
so that we can be set up to be set out and pushed back out into the streets onto a pipeline to prison. So we're transforming from education to incarceration. So we're here to say we're going to be fighting mm-hmm. that battle, whatever your suit going against uh, this uh, attempt to uh, destroy the public school system. We'll be partnering with those such as the North Carolina Association of Educators. Uh, of course, there is a suit against the governor regarding this voter suppression bill. So we're going to be fighting them mm-hmm. on the ground uh, where we're having these rallies. We'll be fighting them in the courts, and we'll also be fighting them on the battleground of God because, again, they have taken our religion and tried to reduce it to a couple of issues about abortion or about homosexuality, when in fact, when the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, how can you be uh, so much against abortion when it pertains to the fetus, but you do not care once the baby has come out of the womb, as soon as the baby gets out of the womb, you are cutting off early childhood education. You are cutting off uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you are cutting off health care services when we know the high rates of infant mortality for those parents who do not have uh, health care. You are cutting off education. So if you're so much about protecting the fetus and you're against abortion, then don't abort the child once the child has been born. Don't abort the child through mm-hmm. sending the child into the violent streets where you're not willing to put the resources. You're taking the jobs out of the communities and allowing drugs and guns to come in. If you're a for life, don't mm-hmm. send our children off to a war and put them in a position where they have to kill or be killed, especially when it's about uh, basically uh, supporting a, a corporate uh, desire to to have uh, this uh, corporation such as Halliburton, uh, where they're basically having war contracts, no bid war contracts, generating funds uh, while you are being sent mm-hmm. out and the poor are being sent out to kill in foolish wars. Now there may there may be times there'll be wars and rumors of wars that may be uh, there might be a need to defend. But the fact of the matter is, we've just been through a period of eight years where we saw that there were wars being uh, we, we we flushed money down the commode of corporations such as Halliburton. But some of the very people who saw all this money being flushed. Now, all of a sudden, they have a so-called tea party where they're now acting as if they're watching where every penny is being spent. We're here to say our mm-hmm. movement is not based on the color of the president or who the president would be mm-hmm. or who the governor would be. We started eight years ago. Mm-hmm. It did not matter who was in the House. Uh, it didn't matter how many uh, Republicans were in the House. We are here standing for justice. We stand for justice 365 days a week. Uh, a year, so anyone who would like to be a part of our movement, uh, we are continuously uh, fighting anything that will become a threat to our agenda. At the same time, we are bringing together people and using the stitch of love. We have a beautiful quilt with mm-hmm. various colors, various faiths. Mm-hmm. That quilt is stitched by love and justice, and we bring that quilt to provide mm-hmm. warmth for those who are left into the cold of racism, sexism, and classism, and all of the other isms. Yes, absolutely. That's that's absolutely wonderful. So 
with the I know you you guys are doing the uh, moral marches and and you're I know you you guys need help so um, you're saying that the listeners can definitely if they're interested in becoming active and and helping out um, they could certainly reach out and and do that um, but when are the rallies held generally is there right. like a, a monthly meeting that you guys have or right. how are they held or well, when are they held. Probably the best uh, thing to do is probably get in contact with our local uh, NAACP branches because, again, the moral uh, movement, the Fought Together moral movement, came out of the North Carolina NAACP. And like I said, we have 125 Mm -hmm. branches. We have almost a branch in every uh, county of the state. If you do not know how Mm -hmm. to contact the branch president or the leadership within your local community, then you can call our State office at 919-682-4700, and that's also the office where I operate from. Uh, That is our our state office is located in Durham, North Carolina. We also have a local office in Durham, North Carolina. You also can go to our website at naacpnc.org, naacpnc.org, and you can pull up some of the festivities, like you said, you can find out when certain rallies will be going on. Like, for example, we have a moral Monday that's going to take place in Fairville uh, this coming Monday on, on the 17th. Uh, so, so now, right, since, since the session is out, uh, we're having more moral Mondays at the local level than we are at the General Assembly. So uh, if you would like to mm-hmm. conduct or sponsor a moral Monday in your area, you can still call us at that number. And uh, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb and just give out my my um my um email address too for those who just would like to send me an email if there's something or a question that you might have that you don't get a chance to ask uh, you can you can email me at Gatewood Loves L O V E S Justice at Gmail dot com Gatewood Loves Justice at Gmail dot com so there are several ways that you can get involved. Uh, in this movement, Miranda, and this is a great time. This is our time. I believe, Miranda, you and so many other great people that I'm hearing about, that I'm seeing emerge, we were born for this moment. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with you, um, Reverend Gatewood. It's It's a time now that we really have to take action. You can't sit back and look at the news, watch TV, wish you were there, you know, um, have, you know, conversations amongst the dinner table and, you know, with your family members hoping that things come out the way that you really want them to come out and you're not really putting forth any efforts. Like now is the time. Um, You know, I had a show back in December where um, the the to- the topic was called Skin Deep, and we talked about um, really the difference between, you know, the way society sees uh, black or dark-skinned women versus light-skinned women. And um, from that, what I did was I ended up researching, um, actually, and finding out that the William Lynch letter um, really was – what it, it although it was written to break down the the African American family, um, if you're writing something to break down the family, then that must have meant that during that time when you wrote that, the family unit was very strong. So um, I, it, I'm just really from that back in December, I was moved um, to carry this into this month. And like you said, it's time for us to bring together our family. It's time for us to not necessarily just as black people, but to really operate from a standpoint of love. Which 
which is one of the greatest commandments in the Bible. You you love your neighbor. You love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that means you can't possibly have any room for hate for your neighbor, for your friend. Jealousy? No. What is that? Like that should not exist. So, guys, um, what Reverend Gatewood is saying is it's a call to action right now. This is a movement. So if you're really interested in becoming a part of it and you want to um, help out, um, you can contact the state office here in North Carolina. um, And I'll just repeat back what you shared, um, Reverend Gatewood, but it's 919-682. Four seven zero zero, and he even went out and he gave you your e- his e- personal email address, which is gatewoodlovesjustice at gmail dot com. Um, and and so guys, really think about it. Um, don't be afraid. You can't fear. Um, you know the government. It, yeah, they were put there, but as as Reverend Gatewood said. They have to follow God because God is above it all. So you can't yeah. um, really be afraid to take this stance and to really get out there and to do whatever is possible, whatever you can possibly do to make Certainly sure not. this voter ID and or voter suppression law is not, you know, allowed because it's really like Reverend Gatewood said, it's going to take us back 237 years. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like <laughs> we we honestly do not have time for that to occur. So, um, Reverend Gatewood, I really, it. really, really, honestly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, you know, a couple of times we, we hear quotes from our leaders from time to time, but a lot of times we don't apply the quotes when the quotes are, are needed. Uh, the same with Scripture. Yes. A lot of times we hear Scripture, but we don't apply the Scripture mm-hmm. at the time we should be applying Scripture. And so a couple of things. One, I just mm-hmm. want to uh, a quote. That came from Dr. Martin Luther King You heard it a lot People have repeated a lot But they don't mm-hmm. repeat it at the time it's needed mm-hmm. Dr. King said the ultimate mm-hmm. measure of a man And we can say woman as well Is not where they, mm-hmm. they stand Or he, he or she stands during the time stand During the time of uh, comfort and convenience But where they stand during the time of challenge and controversy Well now we're at a time mm-hmm. You're at a time of challenge and controversy When people are taking food out of the mouths of children When the money is there uh, the governor can't say, well, we didn't give you all uh, the uh, unemployment benefits because we just didn't have the money. No, the money was being provided by the federal government, and they did not have the money. They can't say that didn't, we didn't give you medicine, mm-hmm. uh, health care services because we didn't have the money. No, the money was there. The money was voted p- p- upon and approved by the United States Congress that uh, the, the uh, Affordable Health Care Act did, in fact, pass, and the money was provided, and the governor and this particular legislature denied the money anyway. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, we, we're here to say that is a time of challenge and controversy. So if you're ever going to stand, mm-hmm. this is the time for a woman and a man to stand. This is the exact time that Dr. King talked about when he said, where are you at the time of challenge and controversy? I don't need to hear your mouth when everything is nice. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't need to mm-hmm. just keep hearing your sermons. Uh, when there is no controversy, when everybody is comfortable in their churches. But when when the people mm-hmm. are actually trying to take you out, where is the voice of the mm-hmm. of the good shepherd? And we're saying this is the time mm-hmm. for all good shepherds to rise up and protect the sheep because Jesus broke you down. Either you're a good shepherd or you're a howling, and the howling is the one who takes mm-hmm. the money, run, and leave the sheep to be scattered by the wolves. Mm. Mm. Wow. You guys heard them. It's 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 definitely time. I've talked about it. Um, 
and he's just co-signing and, and, and no other person really at this point, in my opinion, to co-sign on it other than Reverend Gatewood. Reverend Gatewood, it's been a pleasure. Um, do you have any God lasting thoughts other than what you've shared already that you would like to share other than um, uh, what you've already shared? Just really get to work yeah, yeah, and really well, what well, it's about. Well, I just do want to wrap it up and say this is a movement, not a moment. Uh, we are we are marching forward together. We are lit, linking arms with all who would like justice. We're not trying to just find mm-hmm. black people to unite with because we want people who are about justice to unite. We're not just looking for certain white people to unite with. We're looking for anyone who loves justice and righteousness. So if, if, if you believe you were born for this moment, then I'd say, you know, you should uh, get with Sister Veranda and other people who are trying to make a difference. If you're not going to do it with the NAACP, get with someone. Get with the church and tell the church, look, it's time to go into the community. We can't keep preaching in the sky when our children are being, from food being taken out of their mouths. So we're here to say, uh, we're here to say if you love justice, this is your time. This is the time you were born for. You know where to find us. God bless you. We love you. And, Sister, uh, we support you. We thank God for you. Thank you so much, Reverend Gatewood, and we'll be in touch soon. And um, you have a great night, okay? Thank you very much. God bless you. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, you've just heard from the Reverend Curtis Everett Gatewood, guys, and um, he definitely wasn't. It was another call to action, just like last week. Um, it's time to take action, guys, in our communities, and it doesn't mean you're going out here, you're being angry and, you know, palms pumped up in the fist. It's, it's not that type of action that we're taking right now. Um, so it's a way to move in anything that you do, and really it, the, the effort should be something to the effect of operating in love um, and then to really bridge the gap for anyone um, that's being served injustly, um, that's not getting what they deserve, which, as he um, eloquently put, you know, you think about some of the laws that's out now, specifically if you think about abortions and then how the government um, behind the scenes, in which I didn't know anything about this until he, he shared it, um, but they're taking the money and really um, putting it back into, you know, um, wars and things like that when we have kids that are born and then there's no money to really help those kids out, guys. It's, it's time for us to get to work here. I'm going to play a song, um, guys, just to break the monotony just a little bit, guys. I hope you're enjoying the show and have gotten something from what has been shared um, this evening. Sit back and enjoy.
the wind blows so hard, and the pain come rushing back, uh, like a happy afternoon day, now I put it in your hands, you be the potter, I'll be the clay, you guys have just heard was um, actually Dietrich Haddon. Um, that's one of my favorite songs right now, Strange Land. And guys, we're definitely embarking on some, some strange things that's happening within the world. Um, and, you know, I've just really been inspired um, at this point myself to get on a battlefield um, to whatever capacity that I possibly can. And, um, guys, you know, if you're really interested in doing that, um, reach out to me, let me know, and I'll make sure that you get connected with the right people. Um, I have my nonprofit, Bridging the Gap of America, in which that's one way that I attempt to help combat, you know, society and and the snares that our youth face, um, and then to provide them with um, instruments to really build them up so that they're not held captive to what society thinks that they actually should be. So um, outside of that, um, becoming a part of the Moral Mondays or the Moral uh, Movement um, that Reverend Gatewood referred to, if you're interested in doing that, it's completely um, optional. It's up to you. But if you're ready to take action and you think you have what it takes, certainly um, reach out to um, Reverend Gatewood, 919-682-4700, or gatewoodlovesjustice at gmail.com. Guys, um, it's been awesome hanging out with you guys tonight. Um, I do appreciate all of the support. I see so many people still on the call, um, and we're going to keep this going. We have another week um, in February, uh, one more Sunday left to celebrate Black History Month, although you can take it beyond February and celebrate your beauty, your intelligence, strength, um, your courage, leadership, heroism, survival, your family structure, education, education, Christianity, perseverance, love, you can do that 
365 days a year. Know that you were put here for a reason. And what happened years ago does not predict what you can bring to the world today. Step, step outside of the box, remove the fear, and, and just be bold and courageous on this battlefield for God. You know, guys, and some people actually get upset because I, re- I reference God so much, but and I laugh because that's just ignorance. They don't even realize, like, some of the stuff that's coming out of their mouths and how really they're being used by the enemy, but I'm going to continue to do that, okay? Accept it. I am Veronda Bellamy inspired, okay? So that's what I'm here for. This is what God has placed me for place me here for is to inspire other people and um you know it's no other way to live my life other than to live it so that i'm acknowledging god that i'm bringing more people to god that's my purpose okay i just wanted to put that out there and um guys thank you all for joining veronda bellamy inspired we're going to be back on next sunday at 7 p.m same bat channel same batch um time i encourage you all to um bring at least Five other people on. We're getting kind of crowded, actually, on these calls. And, um, guys, I, I, I kind of believe that I'm on to something right now with this whole Veronda Bellamy Inspired. It just feels right for me. And, um, guys, I just ask that um, you guys continue to pray um, in the name of Jesus, that is, that you pray for me to um, continue to be the instrument that God has led um, for or desires for me to be. And um, I promise to bring you guys content of relevancy and um i don't know if last week if you guys had a chance to hear my jingle um, i'll play that although it's in the beginning stages it's not complete as of yet but i will let you guys hear that before you get off the line tonight um again i am open to working with people um in terms of life coaching um as well as nonprofit business consultation um if you need for me to come out and speak at an event i'm open to that I'm huge on mentoring, so if you know some some little girls, um, even guys, because my husband mentors as well, that are in need of mentoring, certainly contact me. Um, my website is www.verondabellamy.com. You can easily um, schedule an appointment directly from the site, um, or you can email me at info at verondabellamy.com. Guys, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys. I hope that you've gotten something from this um, live broadcast. I'm sure you have. Tell all your friends about it. Tell your mom and them about this show, okay? Veronda Bellamy Inspired, we own something here. We're in it too deep at this point. We're going to keep this party going. All right, guys, well, I'll speak with you guys next Saturday, 7 p.m. Um, if you have anything that you would like to share, don't hesitate to contact me, okay? Have a great week, and we'll speak next Sunday. All right, guys? Love you all. Mwah! Talk soon. Inspiration with Veranda. Inspiration with Veranda. Putting God first in everything I do. Cause I know with him, there's no way I can lose. I'm inspired, inspired to go higher. I'm inspired, inspired to go higher. We're on the bell of me. Come on. Brothers and sisters, I'm feeling real good cause it ain't over. Right before I die, I got it.
life. Die!